Sport to Song Boxing Podcast. Seconds out. And welcome to round 14 of Sport D-Song Boxing Podcast with myself, Alex LeBox and Rob Boxing Shrew. Rob, how are you on this special? We've got a special podcast, haven't we? It's a catch-up on the O2 card and a hell of a lot of boxing that went on the weekend. Yeah, I think it was it was important to, to do one this week. Just Usually we do it every other week, don't we? But um, just to stay to keep it all current and relevant because um, no one would have wanted to hear about last weekend, next week. Do they? <laughs> so True. Yeah. And, it, you know, it was a hot, hot weekend of boxing. I mean, so much happened. You were at the O2. I think it's the best place to start, Rob. Um, what was it like? What was the atmosphere like? Yeah, it was good. Um, it was different, very different. Um, it wasn't as hostile as, as it can be sometimes for you know, a male dominated card is probably yeah. the best way of saying it. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of, um, uh, I don't, I, mean, I don't know the stats on it, but no. the average percentage of a boxing crowd that are women is, I, I don't know. I mean, what would you say between 10 and 20% perhaps? Um, yeah. usually, um, I would say it was 30 to 40% on Saturday. Um, there were a lot of kids in there. Um, a lot of people were just chatting and sort of saying, oh, who's this girl? Who's this girl? Sort of learning. They, you know, perhaps haven't been to a fight before and um, were learning about the the fights and the fighters and the personalities and the ring walks. And so it was it was very, very different. Um, and you could hear that, I think, in the in the atmosphere. Um, I don't know how that came across on TV, but um, obviously... Not- Go on, mate. No, so I was going to just about to say, Rob, just some of what you said just then, just just before we uh, you move along with that, you know, that's what we want, isn't it? We want boxing mm. accessible for, you know, younger generation, for, for, for women and, you know. Everybody, yeah. Everybody, all spectatorships. So for me, you know, it sounds it sounds like a fantastic atmosphere, really. Yeah, it was great. I mean, we had one pisshead sat in front, front of us who um, was doing my head in. Like, I've been waiting ages for this card. And he was a nice lad, like, but he just kept talking my ear off. And he hadn't been to many fights before. Um, and, yeah, he just kept asking me, who's this, who's this? And I'll talk to anyone, you know me. But um, when you've been waiting for a card for so long, or especially the, the main two fights, and you got someone chatting at you, I was like, mate, please. <laughs> He was talking to Rob, you know, boxing shrew of Twitter boxing, but yeah, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, I mean, by the time we got to the uh, the main event, like it was um, yeah, it was wild, it was it was absolutely brilliant. And um, they said that they couldn't sell out the O2, didn't they? Yeah, and they did, and they did. Um, and I, I um, I replied to some dimwit on uh, on Twitter saying, Oh, I bet the top tiers close. It fucking wasn't, it was it was open and it was it was full. Yeah, and and you, I know you asked the question. What I was watching it on television, and it looked like a big fight night. The atmosphere was there. Sweet Caroline was over the PA system, and it was all systems go. And you know, as fights go, you know, I I watched um, the Price fight. I thought she looked very good. She's yeah. going going up through the ranks nicely very early on, but she's looking 
like a decent boxer, isn't she? I, I, we know she is a decent boxer, but she's taken to the pro game very well, isn't she? Yeah, really nice. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll oh. go into that, yeah. Where, where should we start with the card, Rob? Should we start at the top? Let's just start at the top. Yeah, and, you know, go on, give, give us a lowdown of what it was like, the, the atmosphere, and, you know, when both both Shields and Marshall got into the ring. Um, well, the ring walks were brilliant. Um Marshalls was fantastic. They got the uh, the military um, drummers out, didn't they? Yeah. Um, before she came out to her usual tune, and um, yeah, it was it was wild. And um, I I haven't experienced too many um, too many atmospheres, but were as loud as that. To be honest, it was very very good. And um, and Shields come out, and she had the um, I don't know if I um, say nerve, but she had the audacity to do a, a choreographed dance routine before she comes down the ramp for a fight. I mean, yeah, the, the confidence to do that in in your opponent's backyard. I I liked it, and um, obviously come out. She come out in the Creed colours as well, didn't she? In the in the um, the Creed shorts. Yeah, um, I thought it was brilliant. Did you? I, I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, a little bit of showboat and a little bit of choreography. Why not? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah business it's the pro game she is you know the champion she holds all those belts why not you know we're, we've seen george groves you know come in on a double decker bus with a spitfire flying over we've before seen... we get into that sorry te tell everyone who you bumped into today that's just reminded yeah, me uh, yeah I, I did bump into george groves today in uh um Ostley park there we go something <laughs> um but um yeah it was quite funny and um You've got AJ as well, who's coming with you know fireworks and and flamethrowers. So why not? Why why not have shields? You know, uh, c c come in and do a little bit of choreography. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah, and it was good. Um, obviously, she was very relaxed being able to do that, and I thought Savannah looked very relaxed when she came down. She was all smiles. Um, yeah, it 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 was it was good. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously the I didn't. I'm a I'm a funny one with national anthems. Um, I, I like that they do national anthems before the big fights, and um, I, I don't like it when fighters come over here. They come over here to you know give me potentially you know one of ours, uh, one of our own, an opportunity. Yes, Savannah had a belt, but um, Shields had all the belts, and I don't like it when um, we well when the arena boos the um, the the foreign national anthem i don't know what you think but um i i don't like it i agree with you I, you know and there's just no need for it really is there it's just yeah I, I, it wasn't I, everybody but it was quite loud i mean um i just think it's a bit dis disrespectful as well um you know because yes there's trash talk in the lead up and clarissa shield's brilliant at it but she is still well now undisputed and um I, I just i just think you need to be a bit more respectful with it um it's the same in the football i don't think it'll ever change but i just thought i wanted to make that point yeah no i i, I do agree with you rob I, you know there, there was just there's just no need is there just in go go to the fight go to the arena and, and enjoy it and embrace it and yeah yeah just, I don't get too caught up in in all that business but um the fight itself um from the from the off and I have to say it, and I know sometimes people might get dis a bit disappointed with it or disheartened, but Shields from the off was just fantastic, in my opinion. She she bought the attack. She sustained the attack throughout that first round. And I think she surprised um, Marshall an awful lot in rounds one and two. I don't know what you thought. 
I agree. Um, I actually thought she hurt Savannah in her first round. Um, she she had Savannah cower a little bit when she hit her with a couple of body shots. And um, yeah, I think the the short round <laughs> favoured um, Savannah and, and helped her because, um, yeah, I mean, Shields come out on fire, didn't she? Absolutely on fire. Um, but... It's the nature of a two-minute rounds, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah. all action straight from me off. It, it, it was just, I mean, I could watch that round one over and over again and Shields was just scintillating. She was just, it was it was fantastic. Her She was letting go of her hands. Like you said, she caught uh, Savannah Marshall and, and she hurt her. And we'll come on to the rounds later. I know we're going to bring that up, the timings of, of the women's rounds in boxing. But, you know, it it was it was a fantastic explosive start from Shields, wasn't it? Yeah, um, and it wasn't for the want of trying with Savannah throughout the whole fight, really. I mean, you know, she just kept coming. The heart, she had a fantastic heart, um, but she was just so fat. Like, she was faster than I thought she'd be, Shields. She yeah. was in and out before Savannah could even think about it. Um, I mean, when Savannah had her cornered, um, she was very calm, Um you know, she didn't rush her work then when she was in the corner, but her counter punches were unbelievable. And um, yeah, she I knew she was good, but she she was just so much better than I've ever seen her. Um, and um, yeah, it took Savannah to bring that out of her. But I just, I just thought she was fantastic. Now, just to touch on that. Yeah, I do agree. I, I do agree with you, Rob. Now, just to touch on that note, and it's contentious and it's a little bit picky maybe not picky but it's certainly analytical now what one of the things and i will touch on it just very briefly is uh Savannah marshall's footwork throughout the throughout the fight you know unfortunately for me personally was it was it looked a bit strange i've never seen her use that type of footwork before she was almost, almost sort of like pedaling towards shields in a strange sort of a strange sort of way really it, it didn't seem like a good stance or a good way to come in towards shields and she wasn't cutting the ring off very well which allowed shields out like you said rob you mentioned that shields was being backed into the corner and she was able to punch her way out of there and i just think it was and this is, you know, I'm not a boxer for it by any stretch of the imagination, but I just think if you look at her footwork, it looks a bit off. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, I noticed it on the night. I thought she was very square on, wasn't she? She was, yes. um, it wasn't a typical boxing stance at all. Um, and um, I, I also noticed, and um, a few people at, at work actually mentioned this, about her head movement was a little bit unusual as well at times. Um, I feel like I'm really being, being really critical here because I thought Savannah was actually very good on Saturday. Um, but yeah, the, she's the way... Yeah, go on. She didn't sort of move her head from side to side. There wasn't any lateral movement. It, it was almost she swung it in a. It, she almost swung her head in like um like a like a curve, if you know what I mean. Um and yeah. and you could see from the the way the way her hair her hair was going that her hair was just swinging from side to side with it, and it was very odd. Yeah, and 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 I hate being analytical like that, but um, what happened? You know, I noticed it on the night, but I thought, well, you know, probably it's probably just me overthinking it during the fight. And someone, I can't think what the account's name on Twitter have done a whole, you know, look at her foot movement, and I was like, blimey, that's what I saw, that's what I was mm. seeing. But I, mm. I, I didn't want to be over critical in that respect because she, she, you know, she did bring 
um, a lot to the table, and she she rocked Shields on 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 a couple of occasions. You know, Shields really suckered up a lot of those punches, didn't she? And we know Savannah Marshall can bang as well, and she she did catch Shields at times, didn't she? Absolutely. Um, I thought. Um... Obviously, we write a few notes for this thing, but the one thing I didn't write down was um, about how good both of their chins were because they both took flush shots. And yeah. um, I, Shields actually showed a lot more power than I thought she had because um, the whole narrative of this um, this fight was that Shields was the boxer and um, and Savannah was the puncher, um, and it, it that it kind of leveled out really when it when it came to the power. I thought um, I, I thought Shields came across much more powerful than I initially thought, and she took Savannah's power better than I thought as well so that was a bit of a leveler for me yeah no I absolutely agree with you and you know sport this song listeners we know myself and Rob were not sitting here saying that we are boxing tacticians it was just a, an, an observation on like what Rob said the the head movement and and the foot movement I don't know whether that was tactics that was pre pre you know sort of discussed with P Peter Fury I did hear him saying in some of their training sessions that you know just push out the jab you know, you don't you don't have to have a target. Just push the jab out. And I was thinking, her jab was the weak point in that fight. She never, ne you know, exacted that jab onto Shields. And I think that's what ultimately lost her the fight because Shields was just firing back at her at will. Yeah. And ultimately, what won the fight? I, I I think if she would have just come in a good angle against Shields and and really used her jab well to get off the right, then she might have had more success. But is there a rematch on the horizon? Um, I mean, it, it would work for both because um, the fight brought the best out of both of them. Um, and a lot, like we mentioned um, last week, it, where else do they go? Because this isn't the lighter weights where, you know, the ladies can move up and down. Um, you know, your Taylor Serrano's and, and you know, you know, the two ladies on the um, undercard, Bangard and Mayer, they can all move up and down the, the divisions. Yeah. But... Um, it, at middleweight, super middleweight, or or beyond, it, there's not really that pool of talent, unfortunately. So why not? Why not? Um, she said she'll go to America, Savannah. Clarissa said she'll entertain it. I don't see why not. Um, I mean, Savannah kind of conceded at the end um, that yeah, she absolutely lost that fight. And she said in a few interviews afterwards, which I thought was very honest and very gracious, which, you know, a few of the guys in the men's game could learn a bit from. Um, but um, I'd watch it again, would you? Absolutely. I, You know, I, you know, I, I know we've been a little bit over-analytical, -an but as boxing fights go, it was just fantastic to watch from spectatorship. I would watch it again and again and again. It was just, it, it, it was so competitive um, it was 50-50. Um, I, I just feel that in a rematch, uh, Savannah Marshall, if she gets those tactics right, she could trouble Shields. Um, She'll always trouble her. She'll always trouble her. Yeah. Um, Shields even admitted at the end she had to bite down on her gum shield most rounds. So, um, that, you know, they were close rounds, some of them. But um, I, I always felt that Clarissa ended the rounds well as well. So, like, you know, the last 20 seconds or when the clapper went at 10, um she just laid it on her a little bit and just yep. it just give it just puts it in the judges' minds, doesn't it, that she's finished around. I know it's only ten seconds of a two minute round, but it does make a difference. It did. And you were there, Rob, and obviously you, yeah. you get a better sense from that. But from watching it on on TV, it just it it was very, very conclusive. Um and I think the judges might have had it slightly 
did they have it slightly closer than yeah yeah they did a couple of them had it by a few and then i think one had it by um a round or two but um i had no doubt in my mind i I was vaguely scoring it as i went along i wasn't keeping i wasn't writing it down i was sort of you know one up one down that kind of thing um but i mean i when it finished i had no doubt that that she'd won um and it was a pleasure to watch uh yeah it's um it's a shame for Savannah because I, I I really wanted her to win, and we chatted about this last week, didn't we? That if it goes yeah. to points, Shields wins, and um, I mean that isn't a big revelation, but I think a lot of people were thinking that. But um, yeah, it is a shame for Savannah, but um, she was more than gracious in defeat, and um, that's all you can ask, isn't it? Exactly. And sport to song listeners, I know you probably watched it as well. Uh, you can drop your comments to me and Rob on Twitter, Twitter Boxing. We are always grateful, aren't we, Rob, for all the comments that come through on Twitter Boxing. Yeah. Uh, now, the the other fight on the card, which was, you know, it didn't have the same sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It didn't have that sort of... Spark. However, it was still a very good fight wasn't it what was it like ringside or not ringside but in the arena Rob um I I actually I mean it was a good fight and the quality was good from both of them um this is obviously Mayer and Baumgartner um I don't know I just I just built it up in my head for for weeks and weeks and weeks with with the build-up and the hatred that um and their previous some of their previous fights I thought it might have caught fire a bit more um but that's not to say it wasn't a quality fight. I just thought, I, I personally thought it could have ended up being fight of the year, um, but it didn't turn out to be. Um, obviously, it's caused a lot of controversy on online and with fighters and, and people in the industry about who even won. Because it's funny because I, I really like Baumgartner and um big fan of hers. And I wanted her to win, if I'm honest. Yep. So... It comes to something when the the fighter you want to win does win, and it doesn't feel right in my mind. Like I I, I felt that Maya won. Um, I, I wouldn't say she won. I, I had her by three. Um, now I've watched it back without commentary, thanks to everyone on Twitter who said get back and watch it without commentary. <laughs> um, I mean, actually, yeah, one goon on Twitter said because um, I, I put a tweet up saying straight away saying um, I like Baumgartner, but that is fucking terrible or something like that and yeah. i got so much shit for it. i couldn't believe it and and one lad um said oh you lot all you do is you you listen to the commentary and you stick to what the commentator said i put mate i was i was in i was in the arena i was what i didn't have any commentary um <laughs> so i i it was just with my own eyes and i, I thought mayor did enough some of the stats would suggest otherwise but um, anyway, so yeah, I, I digress, but I did watch it back without commentary and I still had Maya by two. So it's kind of what you like in a close round, isn't it? Yeah, well, do, do you know what? What I can't get off my mind here is it takes me back not very long ago to when we sort of deduced um, Canelo and uh, Gennady Golovkin. And I'm going to go back to uh, Canelo, Gennady, Golovkin one. I that thought we got I, past this. I haven't got past it yet. I, it's <laughs> in my psyche, but um, it, it's obviously not carbon copy, but it rings bells for me because Baumgartner was landing what I considered to be the heavier shots, um, the flashier shots, the come forward style. And, I, you know, obviously Mayo was boxing very well, especially in the middle round. She took control of the fight and she was utilising the jab and she was catching Baumgartner and she was, she slowed her down. But 
Uh, Gardner came on strong at the end. I personally think that she did enough to win the fight. I I also think it was a lot closer than Gardner would have liked. I think she wanted to... She could have done better in the middle rounds when Mayer was controlling the fight. But for me, I think it was a fair result. Um, it, it was very, very close. There were rounds in the middle that could have gone either way. It reminded me a lot about uh, Canelo GGG one. Fair enough. Um, the one thing I would say is, yeah, at the time I thought that's a terrible decision. Um, having watched it back, and I still had Maya winning, and and you know whatever. But I will take back that it was a robbery. It's not. Or it wasn't a robbery. Um, and I, I, on the night, I actually thought it it was. Um, but I think you get carried away with it sometimes, don't you? Um, and I, I take that back. Um, yeah. But I, I mean. And again, this is it's mad me talking like this because I wanted Alicia to win, but um afterwards saying that Mayer doesn't deserve a rematch, you know, on a split decision, I I don't understand that. I, no. like if she wants to go and chase undisputed, fair enough. And you know, the Mayer rematch is always there, but to say she doesn't deserve one, I thought was harsh. Yeah, and, and just touching on what you said, Rob, you know, the, the, the beauty of what we've we're starting to realise with with myself and your uh is that you know we we both like slightly different things from our boxers and i suppose that's the subjectivity of boxing isn't it because it's about the judge who's watching it i know we only judge for for fun or to keep track of the fight but you know yeah, we're just fans aren't we we're just you know the, the judges also know what they like and they know what sort of styles they like and i think you know, if you're that way inclined, where where you like the you know the bigger punches, the flashier work, and and the sort of you know the harder landing shots, then I think you've got Bumgardner winning. But then if if you're liking the sort of point scoring, sort of jab, uh, moving in and out of uh, Mayer, then you you potentially got her winning those sort of close, close rounds. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, for me, it was a great contest. I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. I watched it with my daughter. She loved it. She was more interested in both of their outfits. Uh, <laughs> so she wanted the, the the person with the red um, Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> red and i and then i pointed out how sparkly boom gardens was and then she wanted her to win as well so she was a bit fickle in that respect she couldn't lose <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so it was it was a, again a fantastic advert for for boxing um alex quick one before we move on as well um your thoughts on uh, michaela mayer's spice girls uh, ring walk please Oh, well, I, I love the Spice Girls because I grew up in that era. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it, 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 it's a green tick from me. You know, I unashamedly loved it. I <laughs> thought it was brilliant um, yeah, with the, uh, the dancers and the... Um, it's just different, isn't it? Because, like, you just don't get that from the lads. You really don't. Um, but, yeah, I thought, I thought it was good. Yeah, no, I did think it was good. And, and at the beginning of the podcast, we did mention um, Price um, fighting and... Her her partner fought as well, didn't she? On on yeah, Caris Artin still, yeah. Well, that's it. And and what did you make of those fights, Rob? Um, I thought I actually thought Caris was better, but Lauren got the stoppage, so she'll get the headlines, won't she? Um, Lauren Price was just just too good for I think in a, uh, I think it was Bellic that she fought, and um, she was just too good. And I think it was weird because about twenty seconds before you have to just believe me on this, but about twenty <laughs> seconds before it got stopped. I was saying to a few people around me, the ref needs to just step in here because she's just beating her up. Um, she wasn't particularly hurt, but she wasn't throwing anything back. And she it was just a bit of a beat down. And before you knew it, I think the ref just stepped in. It wasn't even a, a barrage of punches. It was kind of like, right, 
you've had enough. Um, and um, that was her first stoppage in a second fight. So um, it's all moving in the right direction. Decent, yeah, decent. Um, obviously, glittering amateur career doesn't always transition into a good pro career, but um, I. I have no doubt that she'll go on to win world titles. To be honest, I have no doubt that all three of them, um, including um, Artin Stall and Dubois, um, will will win world titles. I mean, Artin Stall, I, I don't know. She did everything but get a stoppage on Saturday. I mean, some of them body shots. I mean, there was I could I could hear them. Um, I was in the bottom tier about ten rows back, and I could hear the body shots, and um, they were horrible, absolutely horrible. And um, fair play to the girl she was in with because she was tough. Um, yeah. Caroline Dubois looked good, didn't she? Yeah, she did look good, and um, and and like you said, Rob, you know that those those three in particular seem to be going on the same traje- trajectory, don't they? You know, they're only yeah. pushed- and it's exciting to see um, in 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 the women's game, isn't it? It's exciting. Ben, ben Shalom's done really well getting all three of them on the same stable. Yeah. Um, you know, but when the Olympics are done and dusted, it's um, is always that scramble to get the signatures, isn't there, of the ones turning pro and. Yeah. Um, who knows? I mean, there's a lot of politics going on about the boxing even being in the Olympics over the next couple of cycles. So we might get to a point where there won't be any more gold medalists coming in. So we need to sort of enjoy this while it lasts. A very sad day for boxing, in my opinion. But yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, from the O2, Rob, was there anything else you could take from the evening? Again, it was just fantastic to see. Um, I mean, the main thing, it wasn't necessarily from the O2, but just from um, women's boxing in general, in particular this year, just um, fighters are not only fighting each other, they're fighting each other in their prime. And um, I think a lot could be learned from other areas of the industry. Um, sometimes as well, um, it, it can be blamed on the promoters about certain fights not happening. But fuck me top rank matchroom boxer were all involved on Saturday night. Yeah. So it can happen if if there's a will, uh, you know, for it to happen. Um, so, yeah, I think, like I say, I think other areas of the industry could learn a lot from Saturday night. Um, what, what do you think about this round situation then? Um, obviously, at the minute, championship rounds is 10-2s. Um, it has its pros and cons. What, what are your thoughts on it? Um, do you know what, Rob? I, I saw you post this on Twitter and I looked at it and I just couldn't make my mind up. I, I It was almost like I didn't have an opinion on it because I think I think this this particular question needs to be it needs to be broader in terms of number one. What do you know, the women boxers in the sport want? Um, yeah fundamentally you know what what is the percentage of of women boxers that want the three rounds because i'm sure there's a lot of women who don't want that to happen in the sport because it's it's as we know boxing is tough enough as it is but you know i i think it needs to be a broad sort of research into spectatorship and what what the boxers actually want but from my point of view it's very difficult just to make a a breakneck you know oh it'd be great to have three minute rounds because of this and x y and z you know what's your thoughts on it um i i I like the ten twos um because i mean like we were saying about the clarissa and savannah fight it's all action they just come straight out because you've only got two minutes to impress the judges and before you know it it's over um and it's it's very exciting. I mean, we've seen some brilliant ten twos over the last few years. Um, obviously, Taylor Serrano, um, Taylor Pasoon twice, Taylor yeah. Jonas. Um, 
Mayer and Hamadou, Harper and Jonas. You know, I mean, there's way more that I can think, you know, probably think of if I, if I get my pen and paper out. But um, these are all brilliant fights. But if they were three-minute rounds, would it dilute it? Because they'd have more time to slow it down. It'd become a lot more technical. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if three-minute rounds is the answer. Um, yeah, I, I, I was I... thinking more 12-2s. Yeah, I mean, what what the, what I think is that it's it's a format that for me works at the moment. It's it's entertaining. I mean, what do we want from the longer rounds? That's that's what the question's got to be. And I I, I think it needs to be a multi, you know, um, you know, you, you need multiple sort of different factions of boxing involved in this from the medical side of things. Yeah, definitely. Uh, from the trainers, from the boxers, from spectators, you know, to referees, experienced referees and judges. You know, I, I think everyone needs to get around the table, which I'm sure they have, and, you know, input what they believe would be best for the sport. And, you know, for my mind at the moment, Rob, I'm, I agree with you. I think the 10 twos, I think it works. I think it's entertaining. It just doesn't last long enough, though. Like, before it, I mean, like, Saturday night was brilliant, but both fights, I thought I was, I was still, I still wanted more, um, which might I don't know might might sound um, sound harsh, but this is why I think ten twos would be good. I mean, a lot of people were commenting on that quote, but um, on that uh, quote on the uh, the poll that you were referring to on Twitter, um, yeah. saying that um, scientifically a longer fight isn't necessarily a good thing because biologically, and I don't know how accurate this is. But um, so I think female fighters could be more susceptible to concussion. Yeah. And if that's the case, then three rounds just cannot happen. Certainly 12 threes can't happen. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a funny one, isn't it? But I, I would like to see 12 twos because it's still all action and you get a little bit more. Yeah, great. And that is what was at the forefront of my mind when I was thinking that. I was thinking medically, you know, it needs to be assessed. But they spar three three minute rounds generally, don't they? Well, yeah, but mm. yeah, it's it's interesting. Do you want to know what the results of that poll were? Yes. What do, what do you? So basically, the options were ten twos as it is. Keep it the yeah. same. Um, ten threes, twelve twos, or twelve threes like the championship men's fights. Um, what, what what do you what what rank you know what order do you think that that came out on and percentages? I, I think the majority of people would be asking for the 12 threes. Surprisingly not. No. Surprisingly not. 44% um, of 750 people um, went for 10 threes, which I, I thought was, um, I, I would go 12 twos myself. Um, and then you add 12 threes, 23%, 12 twos, uh, twenty-one percent, and then I believe forty, fifty, sixty, seventy-eight. Um, yeah, and then twelve percent went twelve to uh, ten twos as it is. So most people didn't want it to stay as it is. Um, That's interesting poll, and um, yeah, I mean it'll be interesting to see what happens if it changes and for what reason. But it's uh, I know. Regardless of that, um, as much as that is interesting, it was a fantastic evening of boxing. Um, for the women's game, and it was an all women's history. And you, yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, hopefully, we we see some you know more big fights coming up. I mean, the obvious one is getting the Taylor Serrano rematch over the line, and um, if they can get that in Ireland, I mean, that'd be a brilliant oh, way for Taylor to go out. I would imagine it'd just be absolutely fantastic. It'd be huge. Let's just yeah. 
Now, Rob, where should we go? Sporty song uh, listeners, as you are aware, this is a little bit of a bonus podcast. I won't call it a bonus. We've just brought it forward because of all the action on the weekend. Where should we go next, Rob, for the boxing action? Take your pick, mate. I think we... Shall we get Haney and Cambosos 2 out of the way? (laughs) Yeah. I think everyone wanted it out of the way, didn't they? I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. generally speaking, yes. And... From what we've seen of the, I mean, I haven't watched the whole fight through. I'm not going to lie about that, but I've I've seen that the highlights of the fight, and it it looked like it was just a sad sort of rerun of of the first fight. Am I right in saying? Same fight, different venue. Simple, simple as that, really. Um, yeah, it's just it's just not a lot to say, is there? Um, it was the rematch that no one really wanted, bar Cambosos. Um, I think even Haney probably wanted to move on and you know, either move up or, um, you know, get the, the big money fights in that division, which is a joke. Um, yeah, it, it went exactly as we thought it did, didn't it? Um, respect to Cambosos, though, his, his comments afterwards were lovely. Um, yeah. You know, demanded that Haney gets respect in Australia for, for one, giving Cambosos his um, rematch and also coming in the first place to to challenge for the undisputed. undisputed. So, um yeah, it was. It's funny. I don't know where Cambosos goes um, from this, really. Um, as well, obviously, with as well as Haney, there's still some big fights for Cambosos, but I think um, he's been found out a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, for me personally, I think Cambosos still has a lot to give to that division, and I think he still has a lot of great. You know, I, I think there's there's quite a few avenues Cambosos can go in. My point is, Rob, is Haney. What are we looking at here? Because I think um, Artman um, has come out and said, you know, we're looking at an absolute great here, you know, and I think Cambosos has just come up against probably one of the, you know, pound for pound, one of the easily one of the best boxers in, in the world, aren't we? Yeah, he's only 23 as well. I know. I mean, the, the talent he's got in that ring is just simply stunning. It, it's going to be incredible to watch him, you know, move into these other fights. But... I, I, I think with Cam Bosos, I think we're going to see a lot more from him. I think he's got more to give. He's just come up against Devin Haney, who's just, he's simply, he's going to go down as, you know, one of the best boxers to ever grace the sport, I think. Yeah, and and it's, it's there's no shame in, in coming up against a fighter that's got your number either. Um, no. You know, I'll use Joshua as an example because it was recently. Um, obviously, the, the Usyk situation, he's just, just got his number, hasn't he? Um yeah, um, Haney said in his press conference afterwards that um, his body is screaming for him to move up, but he can't not look at some of those huge fights um, in in his current division. Um, yeah, there's and- just too many big money fights, and it might mean him having to um, vacate so that he can stay in the division. Because if you look at Josh Taylor, for instance. For him to be able to have the rematch with Catterall, he's had to give up a lot of his belts because of mandatory requirements. And um, I think the same might happen with Haney. Uh, it's always e- it's easier to become undisputed and stay undisputed, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think we're, we're, we're going into that sort of belt situation again, aren't we? It, it's mm. keeping those mandatories sort of... Un- Happy, yeah. Exactly. But I, I think for Haney, I think it's, it's extremely exciting times to have a sportsman like this in the world of boxing because he's just sensational and he made easy work of a aggressive come forward brawling boxer who we all know and love and he just made him look 
very, very ordinary. I think Cambosos will come again. I think he will. And, and I think we'll see him in some great fights and I think he'll get some great victories. I don't think this is the end for Cambosos. I think he's just come up against Haney. An elite fighter, yeah. Actually, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, there's a difference between world-class and elite, isn't there? There is. And, and, and you know, t- we, we touched on uh, last week, you know, we were talking a lot about these... Um, performance enhancing drugs and and you know we won't go into that story and it's sort of in and gone but you know when it comes to elite level boxing and you've got two boxers in there it is fine margins you know and yeah um i, I think when you're looking at haney and and the lightweight division there's a hell of a lot of good fights in it isn't there Rob? just a bit just a bit i mean it, it i mean haney's in it like you said he's in a great position it's take your pick isn't it take your pick and name your price um <sighs> Imagine him and Shakur Stevenson in uh, in America, or Tank, or Ryan Garcia, Lomachenko. Like that's a couple of years worth of fights in itself, and they could all fight each other if the, the politics doesn't get in the way. Fantastic. I mean, it literally makes you look at the lightweight division and just say, it's it's the most scintillating division, isn't it, in boxing? It's just it's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, and all those names there that I mentioned. I mean, <laughs> it's it's. It's one of them. If they all fought each other three times, I don't think you'd end up with one guy who wins the lot. I really don't because there's just fantastic characters, styles. There's there's the power, there's the speed in there. It, it's just brilliant. And they're also, I mean, Barlomachenko, they're also young as well. Um, and you'd, you'd think that if they all naturally progress and fill out, they'll all end up fighting each other at the next division up anyway. Um, it's it's incredible. It is absolutely fantastic. Oh, and before you, oh, and, um, and another one, obviously you've got Tiafimo Lopez still, who has just moved up. So all these lads are going to end up moving up into um, light welterweight with Lopez again. So yeah, I, I love it. I just hope they happen. No, I do. I do agree with you, Rob. And um, what, what are we looking at next on Sport the Song? Shall we go for the super middle or the heavyweight? Go on, we'll go we'll go with Wilder. We'll go with Deontay Wilder. All I've got to say, Rob, is he's back. He he looked good. He was very light. We'll come on to that in a minute. But uh the punch that took Robert Hellenius out in round one was pretty devastating, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a strange looking punch as well. It it wasn't a fully extended punch was it it was it was kind of a bit of a a bit of a rabbit punch close <laughs> in um was probably the best way of uh, explaining it but <sighs> robert was on his ass when he was eyes wide open he was done yeah and you know what it's funny because there, there, there was some there was these bizarre you know i know you can read a lot into things but there was this bizarre conspiracy theory go, going around that helenius took a dive and sport to song listeners if you listen to our podcast with robert helenius where we had a chat with him you know we you just know rob he is not that kind of character by any stretch of the imagination he is he's been dedicated to the sport of boxing his whole life that was like you said strange punch Hellenius was coming on to him it was yeah it, it's hard to explain how he generated that much power but you know I'm telling you now you you, you couldn't act what was happening to Robert Hellenius on the floor he was he was cold out wasn't he yeah yeah he was uh he was asleep awake wasn't he yeah 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 but, but you know like we say in boxing you know he's up he's well um that's the main thing it was I think he's done as well isn't he yeah, I think so. I, I think after the fight, I think um, mm. Deontay and Hellenius had a heart to heart. You know, yeah, it was nice. It was nice. 
righteousness. And uh, I, I think he said, that's me, I'm out. All of a sudden, Wilder seems very humbled since the uh, Fury trilogy, trilogy. It was only two years ago, but he was saying he wants a body on his record. And now he's crying in press conferences about the harm that fighters are taking. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, Fury's completely humbled him. I, 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 it's a funny one. Deontay Wilder is an intriguing beast, isn't he? Because... You know, he's gone out there again and knocked out his opponent in the first round in, in true Deontay bomb squad fashion. And, you know, for me personally, I loved to see it. You know, Robert Hellenius is safe and well, but, you know, I thought it was I thought it was sensational to see Deontay Wilder back doing what Deontay Wilder does. And I think last week in the podcast, Rob, you mentioned, you know, we, we said, how's it going to go? And you said, well, he's going to do Deontay Wilder things. He's going to do mm. what Wilder does yeah that's knock people out you know he said there's not much else to expect from him and he he bought the bomb squad you know and it, you can't help but jump on that wagon again because it's exciting isn't it of course it is he's great for the division um and he would have you know regardless of what he says now he would have seen Hellenius as a as a good way back in after yeah. um, a year out um and it would have been a it, it, you know, it's seen as a stepping stone for him to get back into big, big fights in the division. And, and that will happen. Um, I'm just curious about the weights because I think he weighed in at like 15 stone two or 15 three. Like that's extremely light. I mean, if you think <laughs> you've got Tyson Fury calling uh, Usyk a, a pumped up middleweight. Usyk weighed about two stone heavier than Wilder did the other night. Really? But Fury beat him three times. So it's, it is very odd. Um Wilder's weight is a weird one for me. Um, that him coming... and I'm not and I'm not throwing any accusations here, but it's very strange how he can drop 24 pounds in weight from the last Fury fight. Very odd, um, and how he can bulk up that that much um, for you know a skinny heavyweight. Effectively, it's it's very odd. Um, I mean, he he could have actually fought at Bridger weight, which is the new weight between Cruiser and. Um, heavy uh he was that light on on, on saturday night so yeah it, it confuses me because i don't think that if he goes in with again if he went in with fury again or some of the bigger heavyweights um even aj i i, I don't think he would go in that light do you no and 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 uh, i mean if you're looking at him fighting uh, boxers like aj and like you said potentially on that collision calf uh collision path with with fury again you know would we see deontay wilder tyson fury four i mean uh, i don't know whether that's yeah, happened in the world of boxing before maybe it has. not often not often i think marquez and pacquiao was the first one that comes to mind but yeah it doesn't happen often but you're thinking to yourself surely he would have to weigh heavier than, than you know 15 stone he would have to sort of bulk up a bit because he's just going to be you know sort of pushed around that ring like a you know like a stray cat isn't he but it's just yeah. um yeah, it's a funny one. Um, I, I don't know whether he's come out and mentioned anything about the weight at all. But Not a lot. Not a lot. No, no. Very... But a light Wilder is a ferocious one, isn't he? I mean, um, when he's not been in with elite level fighters, um, he has always looked devastating at that. He looks faster and stronger at the lighter weight, which is mad. But um, yeah, I, I don't know who he'll go in with next. There was talk of a Joshua fight. Um Fuck me, I'd watch that. That'd be unbelievable. Um, that, the build-up would be good. Yeah, that for me gets the juices flowing for the heavyweight division. To, you know, Wilder versus AJ would just be... Doesn't need any belts either, does it? it just... No, no, no. Wow. Who, you know, 
who actually cares about the belts in that fight? That would be brilliant. Who who have you got quickly, Rob, on that? I don't know if I can do that quickly. Um, I, I, I am going to sit on the fence because it's a firefight. It does not go 12 rounds and it's whoever, whoever lands first. Simple as that. Come on, Rob, give me one. Wilder. Yes, that's what I'm going for as well. I, I think Wilder's got his number. I, 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 I think Wilder takes him out and potentially early as well. You, I don't know. It's funny, I'd give him Joshua a much better chance in that fight than I ever gave him against Usyk, but just because of the styles. Um, and Wilder can be hurt, we've seen it. And uh, yeah, but I, I mean, you, you'd have to go with Wilder initially, wouldn't you? Well, um, you'd I have to. That's why I put my money and sport to song listeners. We'll put a poll out after this uh, after this particular podcast and see what you think or who you think would win that particular fight. I'm sure you'll probably... Where, where do you think that that fight should happen? I think America. Do you think? Because um, obviously it could happen here. Um, it could happen over there. But there was talk about it being in Africa because uh, I think Wilder mentioned it being in Africa somewhere because um, uh, uh, the roots um, and sort of the heritage of both fighters. Um, I didn't realise Wilder had that heritage, actually. Um, that was a bit naive of me. But um, obviously AJ, you know, without doubt, has the, um, the, the African heritage. He talks about it quite often. Um, so, I mean, could you imagine them two in Nigeria or somewhere like that? I think it'd be absolutely fantastic. I think I'd be bang up for that as well. Yeah, I, I think it'd be absolutely amazing to have that uh, that fight take place in Africa. And it, you know, I know we sort of think about these things and say it's pie in the sky and it, would it happen? But like you said, who needs a belt for that fight? It'd be absolutely fantastic. Well, look at some of the biggest fight. I mean, um, obviously back in the day, uh, Rumble in the Jungle, you had um, um, more modern days. Um, Lennox Lewis fought in South Africa against Rackman. Um, yeah, why not? I think it'd be, I think it'd be amazing, and yeah, it sounds great to me, and it sounds great for the heavyweight division. It just shows you that it's a lot. Yeah. Oh, give that, mate. Hey, sorry, I lost you, Ben. Say that again, mate. I was just saying, you know, the, the heavyweight division is is alive and kicking, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. Obviously, you've got Ruiz back as well, who's on the fringes of it. Um, yeah, I think the next twelve months will be really good. Um, we'll, we'll find out what happens with, with Fury. Um, Usyk's an intriguing one as well because he's going to have to start fighting some of his mandatories, but we'll also want the undisputed fight and potentially the, the Wilder fight. So, um, yeah, it's great. It's very interesting. Now, another fight, like we said, Sport to Song listeners, it was a very busy week of boxing. I know most of you have, have, have watched it as well, but there was a fight in the super middleweight division, which is a great division, as we know, the Canelo division, the 167 division. But this fight was Caleb Plant versus Anthony Durrell. What did you see the fight, Rob? What did you think of it? Yeah, well, it was on the undercard of um, Wilder and Hellenius, wasn't it? So, um, uh, yeah, I saw it. Um... It was a brilliant knockout. Um, I, I think that Caleb Plant was always going to win that fight. Uh, he's obviously been in with very, you know, he's been a world champion until very recently. Um, Anthony yeah. Durrell, he's, he's been around for a while. Um, always stuck around at that weight division, which, you know, win, lose or draw. I do admire a fighter who stays at a division for that longevity of time because it must be hard. No, I, I, I do agree with you. But um, I, I think Plant... Came up against a, a a very good boyish uh, Canelo, didn't he? He wasn't able to get his work off against Canelo, but in this fight, we saw him come back to his sort of slick know-how ring craft, didn't we? 
he was able to because he wasn't getting walked down, was he? No. Um, yeah, no, it was good. And the finish was was emphatic. Well, I, I, I absolutely loved the finish. I thought it was fantastic. He generated that power. You know, he sort of ducked down with the right and generated it through the left. And it was just, I could watch that knockout all day. It was fantastic. I couldn't watch. He said... <laughs> Um, which I think I think is bad taste, especially in the boxing ring, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, it is bad. Like you can't do that. I mean, I might get a bit of stick for it, but I I laugh when I saw him do it because it, it I was just not expecting him to do that. Um, but you can't when your opponent's flat out on his back, you you can't be pretending to dig it dig a grave for him. You can't you can't do it. It's like. It's so it's bad taste, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, for me personally, I, I didn't like it. I, I I like it when boxers show that respect to each other. You know, we've seen it a lot this year where there's been heavy knockouts and boxers have, you know, almost sort of got down on their knees, sort of waiting to make sure the the boxers safe and well. I, I, as it was my, cold, wasn't it? It was so cold. I mean, I I didn't like to see it, and and there no. wasn't needle between them, was there? Not really, not really. Um, nothing that made me think that something like that would happen but just the um yeah it's just very strange isn't it having that clarity because usually you'd even yeah like you said you either be respectful or you you lose your shit and you're up on the corner celebrating you know but to have that clarity of mind to to it's just yeah it was bad wasn't it even a referee grabbed him didn't he yeah he did so looking at the super middleweight division rob so caleb plant gets that fantastic knockout and like i said i could watch that all day i loved it Beautiful knockout. Um, super middleweight division. What's going on in there? It's a funny one at the minute because Canelo's got it all locked up, locked down, hasn't he? He has, yeah. But there's, um, there's, there's one name that sticks out to me at the moment and I absolutely love him. He's actually, you know, seeing some of his fights recently, I've, I've, I just really, really like watching him box. Uh, he's David uh, Benavidez. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, Benavidez is good. Um, very avoided. Well, he's he claimed to be very avoided. Um, he's a big guy, big guy. Um, yeah, I think big... it's a matter of time before he goes in with Canelo, though, because um, Canelo's running out of opponents, really, isn't he, a super middle? Yeah, but and he, he does look very big for the weight, doesn't he? He looks, in fact... Yeah. He'll, become a, he'll become a light heavy, no problem. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you can see that. I mean, he he's almost got that same... Uh, aggression, I feel, of of Bivol, which Bivol showed in patches against Canelo, but um, Be Benavidez seems to just apply that continually, does it? And very early on, doesn't he? Yeah, and, and I think for that reason, the Canelo fight would be really good, um, like really, really good. Um, another one in in the super middle, obviously, you've still got Triple G, haven't you? Now I know he's probably going to want to go back down and defend his middleweight title, but. Um, I mean, I would love to see um, Caleb Plant v Golovkin. Yeah, I mean that well, that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? What a fight that would be! I know, I know. Who, who would you even? Who would you go with with that? Oh, no idea. I mean, for me, you'd have to side uh, Triple G. You'd have to side. I think, yeah, I think so. God, what's wrong with us? We're agreeing on everything tonight. I know. Yes. Yeah. What's, what's happening? You know, it's uh, for once we're uh, we're knocking on the same door, but it's. Um, yeah, I mean, that that would be an amazing fight, wouldn't it, if that could yeah, happen? It would be good, but um, it seems like, um, I, I forget the names now, but um, 
I think Golovkin's got a mandatory coming up. It got announced today that um, this mandatory is getting called um, with a view to then hit then the winner defending against um, you know the next ranked opponent. So I think his next twelve months is locked down, unfortunately. Um, and then that could be the end of Triple G. I think I he's not going to be around forever, is he? No, and and ju just touching on the super middleweights, we've got uh, the UK's very own John Ryder swimming around in those rankings as well, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, his fight's just been announced with um, with Parker, hasn't it? With Zach Parker, yeah. And uh, I mean, that's that to me is going to be a, a very good fight. I mean, does, Zach... that, does that sell out the O2 for you? <sighs> I, I, with I a mean, good card. Potentially, yes. Um, I, I think it may struggle because I do. Because John Ryder, when we talk about John Ryder, I'm very much loved boxer. He's he's uh, he has fought for world titles, but um, he's he, he wouldn't he wouldn't be what you'd consider to be a house name. You know, he's not a Derek Chisora or a David Hay or you know a, a Tyson Fury. So I think in that respect, you know, and, and Zach Parker certainly isn't. So in, in that respect, I think it. I'm not saying it would struggle, but I'm saying it wouldn't be one of those sellouts that would happen. It's a hardcore fight fans fight, isn't it? Yeah, and 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 what a fight! You know, you know, where's your money on that, Rob? Um, well, we were just chatting about this earlier with, um, I think it was a uh, what the weigh-in account, wasn't it? Um, he'd he'd put out a, a tweet just saying, you know, what do you reckon? And I, I mean, I'd have to go with Ryder. I'd have to go with Ryder. Just. Um, just pure. The styles match lovely, by the way. Um, yeah. But um, I mean, in a fifty-fifty fight, I usually go with experience um, and who they've been in with. Um, that can come to nothing sometimes because unless you've been in with them, you <laughs> you, you don't know, do you? And, and Parker no. could be the ne you know the next big thing. Um, he looks good, but he's not been in with any of the sort of names that Ryder has. So for that reason, I will go with Ryder, but. Um, not not with an awful lot of confidence. Um, it's a BT show. He's the home fighter, Parker. Um, there's a reason they've gone with Ryder. And, uh, you know, it, it might come to, to bite him in the arse, but we'll see. I I I think I I I agree with you in in some respects, Rob. I think it's um I think everyone will agree on this. It's a flip flip of the coin with this one. Yeah. Well. You've got so much um sort of different scenarios and circumstances going there in terms of their styles. But I, I, if we're flipping a coin. And if we're sitting on fences and what, I'm going to go Zach Parker on this reason. I have got a reason behind it. I, I think he's the, the younger, fresher fighter. I think this fight's going to be an all out war. I think it's going to be 50 throughout the fight. And I think Zach Parker might just edge it. Going to be horrible in it. <laughs> it's going to be horrible, a good horrible, but it's going to be horrible. Um, Fair uh, points, fair points, mate. Yeah, um, and he could absolutely go and do it for those reasons. So, um, yeah, it's a good fight. It is a very good fight. Now, Rob, have we got anywhere else to go? What What's coming up with Sport This Song in the next uh, couple of weeks or so? Um, well, this weekend's very quiet, but obviously we've got a few fights coming up. Um, the, the one I'm looking forward to most um, is the, the Kelly and, and Williamson fight at the beginning of December. Um, I think that will be on the Friday night before the potential Fury um, fight on the Saturday, so good, nice little weekend that it is. Yeah, I know which fight I'm looking forward to most, but uh, yeah, me too. Fucking hell. <laughs> well, no, Troy Williamson uh, has been on the podcast before. He's he brings that entertaining style. He's he's great to watch. It, it, Josh Kelly, um, I think we might have voiced our opinions on on this before. We know he's a great boxer, 
he's got a very good style and he's great to watch, but it's it's whether or not he can take um, that particular pressure from Troy Williamson, isn't it? And it's going it's going to be a fantastic fight for the northeast, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, there's been a bit of to and fro on Twitter as well, which is always nice to see. Um, yep. Kelly doesn't usually engage um, on Twitter much in, um, you know, a, a back and forth. But saying that, he's not really been in with much good opponent, you know, opponents since Avanisi. And so, um, yeah, it's nice to, to see he's got a good dance partner this time. Um, I mean, we'll make some proper predictions nearer the time, but it's it's a great fight. I mean, Obviously, we don't live anywhere near Newcastle. Otherwise, that would be an unbelievable trip. Um, I am tempted. I am very, very <laughs> tempted. Would you not be tempted in going? Oh, Newcastle's like as far as I can go in the whole. I week. know, I know. But we'll sport, talk about it. We will do. Sport to song listeners, it's been a an absolute pleasure to have you with us for this chat. Uh, myself and Rob are going to be in and around Twitter and always get involved. Follow Sport to Song, and um, we will, I'm sure, at some stage, be doing some spaces again. Twitter spaces. It was very enjoyable last time uh, when we get the fancy. And Sport to Song will be back in the next week or so, so we can preview the Liam Davies Baluta fight which is going to be fantastic in Telford, isn't it, Rob? Oh, yeah, I can't wait. You're coming up, aren't you? Yes. All, all being well and good, I shall be coming up for that. So, Sport to Song listeners, again, uh, thanks for following us. If you like and subscribe the podcast, we will see you soon. Take care. Cheers, guys.